0: episode 5 of the Uncommon Dialogue podcast. I'm Lance Atuma. Thank you for listening everybody. I've got somebody I can call a friend now, Manhattan businessman, Anthony Serafino. Welcome.
1: Lance, uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Uh, it's an Uncommon Dialogue, but an uncommon, but a conventional podcast. I'm really, really excited to spend uh, some time with you here.
0: Thanks. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know you, and I've only known you for a short time, just give a quick backstory of who you are and where you're from, if you're a native New Yorker, and after that, what's the state of New York City right now? Sure, uh,
1: yes. Um, I hail from the Upper East Side of uh, Manhattan in New York City. It's a place I call home. Uh, despite what you hear in the news, um, I do love it, despite we've gone through a lot. You know, being a New Yorker, we've gone through 9-11, We've gone through some of these riots that happened occurred over the summer of 2020. New York has been through a ton. Um, I went to Michigan State University. So East Coast kid going out to the Midwest, that was such an adjustment for me, but it was a great adjustment to see what, not just what this country is about. And I think that's what makes our country so great. It's not just what you see uh, in these blue states, Cities and whatnot, what is New York City, right? A complete echo chamber for all the things you see uh, on the fake news. So I think that's really important to understand. Unfortunately, uh, conservatives and like minded Republicans like myself are really in the such minority on the city that is New York. You know, the 212, you know, Michigan has the 313, which is Detroit, and we have the 212, which is Manhattan. So it's really a shame because you really only see what you see on television or what the media wants to report of what is New York. Um, and it is a shame. Uh, we'll get back, but it's a it's a direct representation of the policy. So I am a businessman, as you mentioned. i'm a am a produce executive. I'm a real estate executive, logistics. So our family and our companies do a lot of things in the New York City area. We are based in New, uh, We are based in New York, New Jersey. We have a facility in New Jersey. A lot of our customer base is in New York. We do all across the East Coast. Um, but it's just a – it's um, it's a sad state of affairs, what's happened, Lance, in New York. But we'll get back. Uh, we have a shitty mayor. I'm sure we'll, we'll delve into that. Uh, but it's exciting once again to be with you. And that's like just a really quick snapshot of what I do um, every day.
0: <laughs> I mean, what is it, July – or June 5th, that New York City is finally opening back up fully again.
1: Yeah, unbelievable, right? July 1st, you know, and it all locks into what they were talking about, about Biden or President Biden giving a speech about, you know, he only wanted 4th of July to be the great grand opening. And it's just like, excuse me, sir. I mean, where have you been? You go down to these states uh, like Florida or Texas or even Georgia now. I mean, they've been open, but yeah, they're, they're making New York, July 1st, like the great reopening, uh, and it's the roaring 20s again, that's what they're calling it,
0: it's unbelievable. I I was thinking about it to myself at the gym the other day, about how weird is it to have like the most densely populated city in the country, (sighs) such a lockdown type of state to keep people away from each other for so long.
1: It's unbelievable. Isn't that weird? It's it's crazy, right? You talk about the New York metropolitan area, it's got 28 million plus people in the tri-state area. Is what was the most densely pop- metropolitan, uh, populated area in this country. New York City has about 9 million people, just New York City, five boroughs. And to keep that cluster, that, that heavily populated and dense of an area sequestered and locked down and shuttered for so long is unbelievable. I'm listening to what Governor Cuomo is saying that the Broadway can fully open in September 14th of 2021. So Broadway has been shut down for now 18 months until that opening. I've seen it, Lance, I live it. You know, I used to live in uh, in another part of town where depending on where you go, closer to the theater district, these businesses are struggling. And let's not forget, we've shut indoor dining down in New York City, not once, but twice. In that second indoor dining shutdown was the nail in the coffin. So it's unbelievable. I have to hand it to a lot of New Yorkers that have been so resilient through this whole mess. But at the end of the day, you reap what you sow and you vote for these policies. Don't expect anything different. These are what these people want. They cry public health and then they blame it on something else. But let's be honest, Americans can make their own decisions, and we don't need the government to tell us what we can and cannot do and what and how we should feel safe, right? So these are all – and New Yorkers are fed up.
0: You know, it, it really does strike me as odd, though, how it's like let's make every single decision we can and just keep going full throttle on it. And then when it finally fucks up, then we'll just blame it on somebody else. It's like, well, where's the accountability in that? Like, what, yeah there is none, right? yeah, there is none. It, you know, it, it, it makes me really think like there's a youtuber who I like follow and he was like you know what like the political left really is basically at this point they're Thanos they really are they just have to go full like full like throttle until they accomplish what they did oh, a
1: away right and so like- I I mean, that's what we really need at this point. It's just, there is no accountability, right? That's the playbook, right? Because at first, I'm sorry, they use the coronavirus as a manipulation of policies and politics. They first got their way, right? And that was the dispose of the 45th president of the United States, which was President Donald Trump. They got rid of him, blamed coronavirus, and now, oh, it's the big reopening and Biden's now in charge of it? So it just really depends on where your policies stand and how they're crying public health um, for things that Americans should make their own decisions about. And it's just ridiculous. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when they chastised governor Abbott in Texas for opening up MLB, the Texas Rangers could have a full stadium. And they said, Oh, don't worry. The spike is coming. The spike is coming. Lance, the spike never came, never came. so. And it's the same thing about it. This is the same guy that everyone was calling Governor Cuomo the love gov, the love gov. And he is the one just a few days ago said, Get vaccinated if you love your grandmother, if you love your grandfather. This guy really is tone deaf.
0: What he really said that, shit?
1: yes, <laughs> he is tone deaf. He is tone deaf. You can't make it up. This is a man that manipulated nursing home data from the New York State Department of Health while Lance, he was writing a book on how well of a job he was doing slash did when in reality, he was doing a shitty job uncovering and covering up data and not upholding the facts that needed to be said. So it's just...
0: You know, this this is just so obvious for people that can really see how these, like, really left-wing, like, self-aggrandizing, super-educated elites are. Like, they just love praising themselves so fucking much. I mean... That even, no matter how bad the situation is, they just have to praise themselves so much and pat themselves on the back so damn much that by the time, like, any bad news comes around and that they can't get their way around it, they even dig deeper about it and just, like, always find a scapegoat somehow and it's like and who was who was
1: governor cuomo's scapegoat right it was president trump Um, this is a guy that he blamed president trump for the coronavirus outbreak in the state that he governs when in reality they sent a u.s naval floating hospital to the hudson river of new york city the Comfort. And that they didn't even use it once, Lance. They used the US Army Corps of Engineers to build a field hospital in Javits Center, which ironically
0: never filled up.
1: Owned by President Trump (laughs) to build a field hospital in a convention center of Manhattan. And I would drive by it, the National Guard patrolling, Lance didn't use it. They didn't use it because instead when all these, when all this infrastructure and all these resources were deployed to the state of New York, Governor Cuomo sent COVID positive patients into nursing homes, killing a vulnerable population, which we know that Governor DeSantis did the right thing, put seniors first, vaccinating seniors first, if you chose to get vaccinated and protected the vulnerable population. But like you said they love this guy this guy can do no harm
0: yeah and dude, it's like at some point somebody's just gotta say like damn we messed up what do you want to do about it um there's just no accountability. Find, let's, let's, hey let's find a crisis right now just to get attention off of us and they were successful with it they were so successful with it
1: are you I mean, we're both old enough to remember the Me Too movement, right? Yeah. Even the, Me Too movement works when,
0: really the Me
1: Too movement works when the person that, that is getting canceled is a Republican. But when they're a Democrat, you can forget and forgive, right? Instead of about canceling someone without due process and actually getting the facts out, Governor Cuomo cancels people without getting canceled himself so it's just ridiculous this is a guy that's got a hundred scandals he's got this he's got the nursing home he's got 19 whatever accusers i'm obviously just you know making it a bigger point than it is but he's got 10 accusers lance and they're just not talking about it this is a guy that in the middle of the coronavirus breakout right the stay-at-home order the whole shit show of what what was 2020 or at least that first, second quarter early of 2020, he was on with his brother, Chris Cuomo, with this big ass Q-tip, and he's going like this, if you remember that clip. So these people just don't get it. Like, they're just so tone deaf, right? Because if you're a Democrat, you have all the cushion and cover in the world. I always joke, in my next life, I will be a Democrat. It's much easier.
0: (laughs) It's so much easier. So much easier, right? You don't have to worry
1: about getting canceled, right? Because when you have nine accusers or 15 accusers, whatever governor Cuomo has, it's okay, right? Me too only applies for Republicans, not for Democrats. Yeah. So it's 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 an easier life, right? It's just you can't make it up. So it's like it's like a fairy tale, right? And then you have, I can't believe it. I'm on I'm certain things, I'm on Bill de Blasio's side, who's a guy another guy I can't stand. And he's going back and forth with Governor Cuomo, the love govs. So the New York state politics scene is just crazy, right? Like we, we make Governor Whitmer look good, which is so tough to do.
0: Yeah. You know? Like kind of like, a, like the minimum capacity state. You know, if you can eat outside, eat outside. But it's like, dude, it was 40 degrees last night here. And I have tried going out to eat twice in the wintertime man the second time i was like this is the last time i'll do it the second time i wanted my favorite filet and i was like you know what i if i can't have this fucking filet inside i gotta have it outside and i'm telling you that shit didn't taste the same outside when it was 20 degrees
1: lance it's nuts right the most lockdown states in this country are the ones that are spiking the ones that are the most restrictive are the ones that are still struggling with the coronavirus what is going on right and now i just saw something today that said social distancing is a privilege look what's happening in india have we lost our minds i mean the answer is yes right we've left planet earth a while ago but the most restrictive and most locked down states in this country are the ones that are still going through this and it's like we need approval to eat indoors no 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 governor whitmer no 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 governor cuomo I don't need you to tell me that I want to eat inside with my friends. If you're not comfortable, then you can stay home. That's the difference, right? Democrats, oh, if you're not comfortable, shut the whole thing down. Republicans, if you're not comfortable, you can stay home and keep it open for the rest of us. That's the difference. Democrats shut everything down. Republicans take it on themselves and say, you know what, I'm not comfortable, I'm gonna stay home, but keep things open and got, and you know what? The people that want to have a good time, God bless you. I don't have that strength yet.
0: Ridiculous. I got a funny story to share. So like maybe I don't know, three or four weeks ago, I was on the east side of the city. I walked inside of a gas station and there's like two like elderly men. And one has like his mask dangling from his ear and he's smoking a cigarette. The other guy is like six feet away from him, but he's like got his mask. On. I was like, Hey man, you got, you got to put a mask on. You can't come inside without the mask covering your face. Both both elderly, both elderly, right? What does the guy smoking a cigarette do? He goes, man, you know what? I can either smoke my cigarette or wear a mask, and I ain't going to do both. Proceeds <laughs> to blow the smoke right in his face, just. Yeah. Right? I mean, he goes, right after? What the fuck are you going to do about it? <laughs> I love that.
1: <laughs> because you know what, Lance? We've just, it's like we're at a point now where I'm sorry, Dr. Fauci just keeps moving the goalposts. And that's what's happening, right? And we want to get in a sense of normalcy. They wanna keep, I tweeted this earlier and I said, they wanna keep us trapped in this pandemic forever. That's the goal, right? Infrastructure is now no longer bridges, roads and tunnels. Infrastructure is equality. Infrastructure is healthcare. Infrastructure is anything to do that what we want with our liberal agenda. I mean, so
0: you go down to florida now which is like completely wide open as of like what was it monday i think yep. i mean if you were to walk inside of like a like a fucking supermarket and someone asked me why you have a mask on, like because of covid that person i would not be surprised by covid that that shit's still going around yeah we good down here man take that I should, shit off <laughs> tell you if it
1: wasn't for the state of florida I mean, being a New Yorker and having that state so locked down, the state of Florida was such an oasis for me. And I and I always had an appreciation of Florida. God bless. I grew up going to Florida. My mother is Cuban. So I've had a lot of influence of going to Miami, going to different parts of the state, having a lot of relatives in the state. I just gained an even further appreciation for the state of Florida, for Governor Ron DeSantis, and everything they did – You can have a mental health aspect. You know, I got news for you. You live in a studio apartment in New York City, whatever it may be, right? And then being locked down into that, Lance, that's difficult. And then you go down to Florida and then shit is open and then you can do what you want to do. And then you can realize that, wow, there's civil liberties and freedom here. Wait, because that was never supposed to be given up with to begin with. Because- you give them an inch they take a foot that's just how they operate
0: you think they're 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 taking a fucking mile (laughs) what they're not taking a foot they're taking a fucking mile dude they're
1: taking a mile bro they are taking a complete mile they don't care right they're all about controlling our lives and then say now the new take is infrastructure now the new take is equality I got news for you. Being a business owner and being an entrepreneur, I can't hire people fast enough. And guess what? I spoke to a lot of friends that are also business owners in the industry. No one wants to work because the government is incentivizing you to stay home with all the stimuluses that you don't need, really. The last stimulus was a push, but it's okay. Biden can do no wrong because he said 2,000, you got 1,400, but that's okay because he's a Democrat he's not held accountable. But that's another conversation, right? You can't hire people because you're incentivized to stay home. I got people at work and it's just like, I'm trying to hire a guy and it said, oh wait, unemployment, $903 and a weekly benefit. And I'm paying that guy gross. Why would he come back to work? So. You know, so at the end of the day, we are seeing a travesty in our country because there's not enough people to fill jobs up. People want to get out. It's, you know, you've run the course with this. Oh, of course, you know, and it's just, it's just
0: not even just that, but if people really want to have dignity for themselves, go get a job. You build dignity by getting a job and fulfilling a purpose. I mean, seriously, you did something for yourself and you learned a skill along the way and you just, or you just learned how to deal with people a hell of a lot better than before. Go get a damn job, dude. So simple, right? You know, I don't,
1: I don't know. Maybe it's just the DNA in me. Maybe it's my conservative self. But life is a do-it-yourself job. And it's just so, I don't want to be paid to stay home. You know, big government is not good. I don't care how you slice it. People wanna get out and work. I don't wanna check from the government. It's so simple and I don't understand. I mean, I do, right? You have lazy people, but I don't understand how people don't see it that way as well. Because would you rather just create your own destiny and your own journey and your own path to success? Or would you wanna just sit on your ass at home, not worry about it and just get a check from the government? I got news for you. If you're picking the ladder, you're not for me yeah it's just it's just basic understanding principles of the economy so that's the problem now lance that we're seeing in new york city right so new york city you got all these restaurants that have laid people off bar seating just opened up this past week so now you can sit at the bar the government has said we are allowing you to sit at the bar congratulations that should have never been taken away from begin with so give me a break if i can sit at a table i can sit at a bar stool but that's another conversation These restaurants, they don't have the employees. Everyone is furloughed. Everyone, and to bring these people back, why? Because now they're paying to stay home, unemployment benefits have been extended, they're giving you the extra $300 per week. So when you really dissect the math, it's like, hmm, you know know how these servers and the people in the hospitality industry work? They make very little hourly pay and they're all on tips. Yeah. So now you've got the people, it's like, well, with these capacity restrictions, there's less tables per hour that we're going to serve. That's less money we're going to make. Eh, I'll stay home. Yeah. So now, you're I having
0: have, a shortage. I, I, I can just get half for free. Bingo.
1: Yeah. And the latter, and you know Lance, it's the sad part about this country is there's a lot of people that disagree with us and say, you know what? I'd rather sit on my ass home and not care about that flag over your right shoulder and say, you know what? I'm going to stay home and I'm going to collect a check from the government. And you know what? That's the way the cookie's going to crumble for me. And the government is telling you, okay, because they're building their next voter base.
0: I mean, I could just imagine it now. Like, I'm thinking about going to New York City maybe this summer just because I haven't been in a few years. And it really is still my absolute favorite city in the country to go to. It is. I fucking love New York City. I swear, if I could move there and live there for just one year in my life soon. A great place would, to live. I would probably do it in a fucking heartbeat. No joke. If I could just find a job just to keep me do, busy and yep. pay rent, I could, at least I could look back in my life and say, at least I lived in New York City and I did it for a year. Great time I had.
1: You know,
0: you know I can just imagine it now, like, going there for a weekend. And if restaurants are opening back up, just seeing, like, help wanted signs everywhere. 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 You know what
1: the thing is, Lance? You're not even seeing that. You know what you're seeing? You're seeing... Retail space for lease, store for rent, restaurant for rent. I put something on my Instagram a few months back, and it was just talking about my block. This once vibrant block of storefront, storefront, retail, retail, retail. Now it's empty windows, store for rent, retail space for lease, restaurant for rent, buildings for sale that no one's going to buy. So you're not even seeing help wanted because the businesses that were help wanted, they didn't make it. They barely made it through the first indoor dining shutdown. And then this governor and this mayor with no remorse because they've never run a business in their life, killed it, axed it, nailed the coffin with the second indoor dining shutdown in December. So holiday season, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating, that time of year where people are out about hustling, shopping, it wasn't the same buzz. A lot of people during that time of year in December make a lot of their annualized gross income during that month because you have the show, you have Radio City, you have the Rockettes, you have the Broadway, you have the sporting events, everything that's out and about. None of that happened. Broadway's been closed. So all these restaurants, for instance, in the theater district, there's not even a help wanted sign. They're just empty. How many emails did I get of all my favorite restaurants that I've loved, first dates, Valentine's Day, dinner with my parents, dinner with my employees, dinner with my clients, vendors, whoever it may be, that restaurant doesn't even exist anymore. Those memories are in my mind. Those pictures have been taken. Those pictures have been framed. But those places don't even exist. They're gone. And that's the sad part is, you know, New York will be back, but Let's not forget what it took to get to where we were. Liberal policies, a disgrace, a lockdown that should have never been after it even happened, and it occurred. And the most lockdown states are still struggling.
0: That was the next question I was going to ask you, which was, I mean, I haven't been there in a few years, like I said, and from what I'm reading and watching on TV, it seems like it's all doom and gloom everywhere around New York City, but I to yeah. you, you know, like it seems bad but like really like is New York City dead?
1: No, I mean this is my take, right? I when the when President Trump said New York City is dead, you need to read through the lines, right? Liberals don't know how to do that because they have the personality of an accordion. So the difference is <laughs> so the difference is you know when he said it's dead, he meant listen, it's not what it used to be, which is the truth. Your favorite restaurant has closed, people have moved out Places are up for rent. Apartments are more vacant than they were before. You know, the medium household income moved out. The homes that were for sale, those prices dropped. So I get what he was saying when the president said, it's dead. And then everyone twists the words like, we're jumping, we're bombing. Jerry Seinfeld said a whole little nursery rhyme, haiku saying, we're not dead, we're alive. You gotta understand what he was saying. No, New York isn't dead, but it's, we took a dent. And it's gonna take a while to get back to where we were. All of your favorite places that you love—the Turkish place on the corner, the great halal place on the corner, my, one of my favorite hummus places and Middle Eastern places that I used to love—closed. All the Italian restaurants that I love closed. That's what makes New York: is a different cuisine on each corner, the restaurant scene, so many different types of people that come together for this great city. I'm gonna be biased. Greatest city in America. But it's not dead, but lance. It's gonna take a while to get back to where we were. I mean, it's it's a shame. And we allowed it to get to this place. And I did my part. I voted Republican every time because that those are the type of leaders that I want leading my city. Obviously, and unfortunately. There's a lot of people in New York City that do not agree with me. Some will say for better, for worse, it is what it is.
0: Are there there any pockets of New York City that are Republican? Yes, there are. Because I mean, I I know Staten Island pretty much is- Staten Island is very Republican, right? It's the only Republican Congress. It's other four boroughs. I mean, I would be hard pressed to find a fucking hipster in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, that just happens somehow to vote Republican.
1: I'll say this, Lance, you got to look at it like this. 2016 obviously it was like 80 20 80 20 okay in new york city going hillary clinton president trump in 2020 it went 73 27 so president trump gained ground in that election now new york city's never gonna go red that's unfortunate you mentioned the williamsburg brooklyn hipster that's a very liberal area, Brooklyn, but he gained ground. Yeah. So that's where the whole take on this whole thing was, President Trump gained ground, gained inlands on people and demographics and certain ethnicities, and he, he did better, right? Staten Island's very Republican. Manhattan, probably. Listen, it's very, de- it's very liberal, obviously, as well. Brooklyn is the most liberal, in my opinion. Bronx is pretty liberal. Queens is pretty conservative, but it is, it's is—it's more Democrat than Republican, but that's the next borough that would, you would find more pockets of Republican uh, voters and even donors. And Manhattan, depending on where you go, but it's primarily Democrat as well. I mean, Bronx and, and Bronx and Brooklyn is as left as you go, right? And then Staten Island is very right. And then you have Queens that's kind of over here and then Manhattan, I don't want to call it in the middle, it leans them for sure, but, listen I saw some Republican I saw some Republican paraphernalia uh, this past election cycle and we will know for sure we will know for sure where people sit once we see this mayor election in New York City which happens this year
0: yeah I mean I, I really don't think Manhattan will ever change I mean I agree with that yeah it'll never change I mean when you have the, so many
1: liberal neighborhoods in pockets right
0: you have yeah but when you have the New York lies, Headquartered right in Manhattan, it's just never gonna. Yeah, I
1: mean, listen. I I don't call them by the right. The fake news, CNN is based in Manhattan. The slimes or the lies, whatever you want to call it, on that day, right? They're based by Port Authority Terminal, which is like on Forty Second Street in Midtown, very close to Times Square. You know, they're there. But look, we got the New York Post, right? The New York Post is, is a very Republican. Uh, I would say Republican-leaning publication in New York City. Wall Street Journal leans a little Republican as well. So we got some inlets as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, There's a problem when you have the New York lies just controlling the climate of opinion in New York City. And you have so many people that read the New York Times like, like it's literally Sunday gospel. And take oh it my back. God, and they've been Lance. busted time and time and time again for lying.
1: Lance. Nobody,
0: seemed, nobody over there seems to catch it.
1: They don't care. Right. Because the, the New York times has gone in so wrong. And this whole pandemic, I just saw an article that was written last year. Okay. That said that it was going to take 10 to 15 years for a vaccine to be developed. Of course, doom and gloom, because you heard it on project Veritas that gloom sells and you know, Pessimism sells. So you can run that timeline, New York Times, when President Trump was the president, but when Biden is the president and President Biden is calling the shots now, quote unquote, you know, now it's, oh, it's it's, it's an American miracle that we got the vaccine. We know how we got the vaccine, but you don't want to give credit where it's due. So that's the problem is fear sells when you don't like the leader or the president. And optimism also sells when you love the president. Crazy.
0: I'll tell you, the only positive thing I can take away from the Biden presidency is that it gives me a reason to go to Delaware in the future to go to the Presidential Library and Museum. That is fucking it. That's I mean, it.
1: at this point, Lance, it's just like, think about it, right? How long does it take to build a presidential library? Like, like
0: Four years, I think. Maybe. Four years,
1: okay, right? Can we assume that President Biden's gonna be a one-term president? I mean, how old is this guy, right?
0: Can you even assume that like his library will be completed before he just-
1: That was where, that that is my take. (laughs) So is this presidential, and I hate to sound like this, but with all due respect, if you've seen clips of President Biden in the Obama administration, and now it's a vastly cognitively different person. The fact that the Democrats don't want to acknowledge that, but it's okay when President Trump was the president, they had a, they had a psychologist, they had a therapist, they had whatever cognitive capability, any doctor you want on to do a test. Then they discredited uh, physician, Ronnie Jackson. So we know this guy isn't cognitively what he used to be. Will he be cognitively impaired completely by the time his presidential library is complete? It'll be in his nineties. It's a question to ask. So the answer is, I don't
0: know. I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like president Trump, is like, don't build anything for me yet. I think I'm going in the ring in 24 and you know what? He's going to have a great, and he's going to have a great chance to Grover Cleveland this right. Yeah. President yeah. break president Grover Cleveland.
0: Yeah, dude. I don't even want to get on that topic because it's just like that could just turn the conversation into a whole different
1: direction. I
0: know. Well I mean that's a that's one for another. another But But like you know what? I I will say one thing. I I I don't mind liberals. My issue is like the far left of the Democratic Party. You know, like like I think like a fair liberal right now is maybe Andrew Yang. Maybe. He doesn't. Yeah. Made like
1: a- new york and this mayor election what has this guy done like what has andrew yang done
0: like yeah, someone
1: explain to me what this guy has done
0: he actually he qualified a to
1: be the mayor of new york and the same person that would be like how dare you question andrew yang's qualifications what qualified president trump to be the president I don't know because he was an investor. He created his company. He employed people. Andrew Yang once said he he was promised to employ one hundred fifty thousand people. It employed a hundred people. The New York Times ran that article.
0: Yeah. So he actually is a businessman and has businesses and has had them. Like I think he has that acumen to like tell like what's a loss to what's a gain, but it's just hard to tell. it's hard to tell somebody like him because i think his political expediency you now has just grown within him that he'll do the more politically expedient thing than maybe the correct move you know what i'm saying
1: if if this guy didn't run for president would people know who this guy is fuck no of course not so if he was really serious about new york city he would have said, you know what, screw the president. He ran to gain notoriety. He knew he was gonna win. He did it so he got his name out in the news. It was all the publicity stuff for the guy. Sorry, that was the case. Then he was gonna run for mayor of New York. If he was really serious about our city, he would have been like, you know what, 2020 is a pipe dream. I'm gonna allocate my resources, know that Bill de Blasio is an idiot and I'm gonna run for mayor. And Bill de Blasio thankfully is, is term limited. So he cannot run again, unlike governor of New York, that is no term limits on the governor of New York, right? Andrew Cuomo is okay. in his third, term. That he's is in so third term, right? And Andrew Cuomo said he's gonna run again because that's it, all these scandals, he can't run for president, right? Because they want to give it to whatever they call Kamala Harris. I don't even know what she is, but you know, so at the end of the day, No, I don't know who's going to win this mayor election. And I don't know what the deal is with Andrew Yang is, but you're right. The ultra liberal politician is unbearable. We both have democratic friends. We both have friends that don't see uh, the political landscape through the lens that we see it, and that's okay. It's the intolerable lefties that don't really have the facts, will say you're a racist, that say you're just misogynistic, whatever that means. And they'll just ring in the nursery lines from the media and they create their own path per se right it's the common little points right you're racist you're you know you're homophobic misogynistic and they just go down the line of checking boxes right tucker ran a piece on checking boxes
0: i mean this happened to me i don't know a couple weeks i went out to eat and i'm sitting at the bar and there's like some girl you know you could tell she's a clear lefty because she has fucking neon green and neon pink hair piercings and tattoos and whatnot which i mean fine it's her own deal you know but usually a telltale sign i'll tell if someone's like what they lean you can pretty much get their impression of like how they look right
1: oh i mean if you got your pronouns in your bio
0: oh yeah that's uh, obvious one if you have pronouns yeah i don't even don't even bother with that i
1: I hate to make generalizations of people and listen
0: yeah i I would
1: never judge a book a judge a book by its cover but Listen, Lance, if you got got 100 pins on your backpack and and your hair isn't your natural color, there's a good chance you're not a Republican.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So she's, like, rambling on and on and, like, for some reason just pointed me out because I think I was sitting right next to him. I had my hair done, you know, like, slick bag like it is now. I'm sitting there wearing, like, a collared shirt and eating my steak. and. She's like, it's because of toxic masculinity, like this. And that's the two words right there that just like gets me. I'm like, you know what? Like, toxic masculinity. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, I, I, I told her, I was like, you know what? Only because of the fact that I'm not white is the reason why you're saying I have toxic masculinity. Because if I were white looking, you probably would have called me a white supremacist for no reason. I mean, that's another one, right? In my life.
1: Like <laughs> Latinx. How many times have we heard Latinx? These, these term words.
0: I like, have so many friends of mine that are Hispanic. And- Lance, I'm a Hispanic. Yeah, you no, are I mean,
1: what do we. It's nuts.
0: They've like, they told me you're before.
1: Hispanic. You gotta be a Democrat.
0: Like- they've, they've told me before, there's nothing more they hate right now than that word, like Latin X. Latin Yeah. What does it mean?
1: What does it
0: mean? Yeah.
1: It- I don't even know. I'm Spanish. I'm Hispanic by is Hispanic Latino I don't know what it means it's crazy bro yeah,
0: all, all, it, all it is is just another attempt at like at like your typical white highly educated college professors that are fucking losers to try and Loser, tell a group of people bro. hey this is what we're going to call you now and you're going to adapt this word to your language and your grammar and all that that's and, the difference yeah. that's the democratic
1: model Okay? Anyone that's listening. The Democratic model is look different, think the same. And that's what they want now. Because you can't look the same and think the same because that's white nationalism. That's white supremacy. That's the KKK. That's Jim Crow. Right? So the Democrat model is we're going to all think the same but look different. Crazy.
0: Oh, let me finish the story about the girl sitting next to me at the back. Right? She goes to me... She goes, we should take all white men and just ship them off to sea. And I told her, we actually did that 76 years ago. And guess what? We saved the world in World War II. I mean- didn't have anything to say. Nothing nothing to say,
1: nothing to say, nothing to say. It's crazy. You have people apologizing for their whiteness. You have people apologizing for how they were born because that's the way we're going in society It's just like, I'm sorry. Like when I look for an employee or a staffer or someone to work on our team and work for our company, I don't look to check boxes. Are you white? Are you black? How do you identify? Are you a good ass worker? Do you like your job? Are you gonna work hard and be diligent and be a good team member? Okay, then Lance, if that's the case, you're hired. It's yeah. so simple.
0: You know it's the thing Follow I really.
1: for the job. Oh no, wait. You're a cisgender male. Okay, you're good. Like what?
0: Did you watch that CIA commercial, brother? Of other
1: course. Step yeah. checking boxes. Like this is the number one spying agency of this country, and we're talking about cisgender male, like women. I, like I got two seconds into this. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I, it was just so crazy. I'm not, I know there's other people out there that think it the way we th- were thinking this, like That's this cool. is the central intelligence agency that we're talking about. And then you have to listen to Mike Pompeo and he's tweeting about, well, we never ran the CIA this way. John Brennan ran the CIA into the dead, okay? This guy was spying on the Trump administration. This guy was just one of the shittiest CIA directors ever. And now, this CIA, and then you have this CIA, which is just a nightmare. Like, what is going on? They are, this is their ad, this is their video of what the CIA is, the number one intelligence agent, spying intelligence agency in this country. Come on, Lance. Like, if, if, if we are like, if you are Russia, if you are China, if you're Turkey, if you're Iran, if you're North Korea, and then
0: you watch that, you can't even tell me they don't think we're a joke. Oh, not even just a joke. Here's they're, what. They're, <laughs> fucking laughing. they're fucking laughing right now. They're putting, they're putting all their nukes and their missiles back into the ground because they're, <gasps> they're saying, you know what, we don't need to waste a nuke or a missile on them because they're just fucking themselves over right now. Yeah,
1: you're so ridiculous. They are just so ridiculous. And it just doesn't even make any sense that they are laughing us all the way to Biden's nap time. And because it's what it is. No one's taking us seriously. North Korea's laughing at us. And I get it, it's North Korea. That's a crazy dictator there. But at least he was respected by President Trump you want our leaders to be respected not worried about what the eu thinks who cares if justin trudeau doesn't like us who cares it's not important our national interests are not for sale like you have this iranian regime that is so terrible and we brought all the middle east together and we said iran we don't need you we had Israel at everyone's door, at Israel at United Arab Emirates, Israel with Saudi Arabia, Israel with Bahrain, Israel with Qatar. Like, and then all this just evaporates under the Biden administration?
0: The holy grail of foreign policy is Middle East peace with Israel and all the other nations of the Middle East. Trump accomplished that. He and got was,
1: that done.
0: Dude. And he
1: got that done. So it's just... We can spiral onto this whole thing. It's a, it's a conversation for another podcast for sure. But it's just so crazy. And it goes back to the New York City microcosm about liberal policies are not about, or they, they claim they're all about holding people accountable and the Me Too and all that kind of stuff. But they're a party that lacks accountability, right? Look yourself in the mirror.
0: They really like, do. They really do hold such little accountability that they think, Good things just happen all the time. And when bad occurrences happen, it's always somebody else's fault. It's someone else's fault. Oh, coronavirus happened, so it's President Trump's fault.
1: I'm old enough to remember when President Trump, because all the Chinese people were coming from an infected state because they let that outbreak happen, and President Trump banned travel to China and canceled China. You cannot come to this country. Nancy Pelosi says, everyone go to Chinatown. The president's a racist. But now India is going through their hubbub right now. And now India's travel is restricted. So it's only racist when you don't like the commander in chief. Again, back to accountability. Bill de Blasio called them a racist. Governor Cuomo called them a racist. Every other New York City and New York politician called them a racist. uh, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez called them a racist. Oh, every person Nobody, called this and yeah,
0: nobody's calling him a nobody's ra- calling Joe Biden a, a racist right now because he banned travel from India.
1: Yeah, exactly. So now you're seeing that it's just like, listen, Lance, this is what's happening in New York City. You have people like AOC saying, wow, I'm pleasantly surprised at Biden. He's been more progressive than I thought he would be. Yeah, because he's pandering to your party. The, the, uh, the Joe Manchin Democrat is gone.
0: Yeah. It doesn't
1: exist anymore.
0: It doesn't exist anymore. I agree
1: 100%. You know, they're, o- they're only far lefties. And that's what New York City has become. And it took a pandemic for people to realize that these people are nuts. These people well, are nuts.
0: I just want to say a point from a few minutes ago about like, the whole like apologizing for your whiteness thing. And I hope for anybody watching, don't apologize for it because they're making white privilege, even though it's not a real thing, Akin to like original sin like you were born deformed. And now you have to apologize for your deformity. No, you don't have to because you're born in the right image in the image of God in the best country in the world, the most prosperous country in the world, the freest country in human history. You don't have to apologize for any of that stuff. Lance, be proud sure of it. Never
1: apologize for who you are. Didn't the liberal, liberal musician Lady Gaga write a song saying "Born This Way"? Never apologize for who you are.
0: You this is
1: gay, straight, whomever you may be, color of your skin. You're born that way. That's okay. But these people want white people to apologize for being white. But they're also cheering on Lady Gaga, writing the song saying "We're Born This Way, baby." Th- these people are just—they're so convoluted. They don't really have thoughts.
0: Well, if just, they do, if they have thoughts, they really are the worst thoughts any person could hold in their mind because all they want to do now—and it's kind of obvious—they just want to dominate society into oblivion.
1: It's just—it's just crazy yeah. when you really dissect this, and we sit down in your chair and you realize this is fucking crazy. Like, this is nuts. These people are trying to tell you, you need to apologize for who you are. And it's just like, you've seen some crazy-ass clips of liberal people, like, apologizing in the streets for who they are. And it's like, liberal people apologizing to even more liberal people. It's just like, Lance, you've seen all the clips out there. It's nuts. It's it's crazy, you know? And it's just... uh. You know, you have Bill de Blasio at one point apologizing for his whiteness. Now, he's married to a black woman, but, you know, Bill de Blasio should not apologize for being white. That's who you are, despite yeah. me agreeing or disagreeing with your policies, mostly disagreeing, but you shouldn't have to apologize for how you were born. It is what it is, yeah. you know? And that goes on to cancel culture, and that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, all I hope for right now Honestly, I just want New York City to get back to normal, and Me too. it's we'll get it's, there. It's gonna get there. We'll get there. I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll take it'll time. I to come out there for a weekend this summer, I would hope it's like the same New York City that I remember in my mind from like the last trip I took. Come after July,
1: right? Come after this July first, this grand opening, and you make the judge. You make the judge for yourself, and then we can get together. we could talk about it right we could talk about over a drink and be like this is the city and you can see it for yourself right and i think a lot of democratic voters in our city are going to realize they voted themselves into this mess and if you're a liberal voter that owns a business and you saw your business shut down lose furlough or even terminate employees or even close your business it's You need to do some soul searching yourself and realize, I voted for this mess. Is this something that I want for my city going forward in November when we elect a new mayor? It's something to talk about.
0: It's a great great fucking question. It's a
1: great question. You have to. I. You have to do some soul searching. These liberal. These liberal voters need to do soul searching. And you can go. Is this what you wanted? Did you get what you wanted the past year in twenty twenty? Lockdown, shuttered, being told by the government when and when you cannot dine indoors, where and when you cannot go to the park, when and when you can't go to a sporting event, when or when not you're safe to go to the office. If that's the kind of life that you want, then go ahead. But in my opinion. The definition of insanity is doing something over and over and expecting a different result. If you didn't like what you saw in 2020 out of your Democratic politicians in our great city, and you still vote Democrat, and you still vote the same way, that's on you. That's on you as a voter that you need to do some soul Wow, that's year sucked. Maybe I'll try to vote and support someone that didn't support this lunacy. Because again, insanity, over and over, expecting a different result. Yeah. That's how I got to leave it.
0: <laughs> I guess with that, we'll end up political talking. and will just tell you outright right now. If I do come out there this year, you got to take me to Citi Field. I've yet to go to a Mets game. I've been to a Yankees game before, and I fucked oh, up.
1: You'll love City Field more. You'll love Citi Field more, Lance. I promise you that. Um, the Mets are in a tilt. Obviously, I'm a big Mets fan, so I'd well, love to have you out there. You can – come into our company. not as
0: bad speech. as a tigers already. Right have a
1: now. couple of adult beverages yeah. and we can even further take this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but Lance, always good talking with you.
0: Thank you. Anthony Serafino. Appreciate you doing the episode of the Uncommon Dialogue podcast. And everybody, thanks for listening to Two Dudes vent a little bit.
1: Appreciate it, Lance. Take care.